0: Well, cast your mind back to 1997. 1997, right? was it? 1997,
1: what were you doing? Yeah. Well. I just uh, busted my knee for the first time. Oh, did you? Yeah.
0: Oh, bloody hell. Well, Mahal, uh had purchased a 1.6 tonne sandstone slab for this mm. retaining wall in his Yumina Beach garden.
1: Yeah. I love that
0: one. Have that one, he said. Mm. wonder if my mate was working on that one. That was near 30 years ago. Now, as the stone was hosed down, it revealed... The mineralized remains of a 1.5 meter creature that predated the dinosaurs, wow. and finally, all has been revealed. To talk about how that was done, we got paleontologist at University of New South Wales and Australian Museum, Lachlan Hart. He joins us this morning. Good morning, Lockie. Lockie, how are you going? Yeah, good mate, going okay.
2: Yeah, going all right. You gave me a bit of a rap about being smart before. Um, maybe reserve your judgment until after you talk to me. Okay then. Right on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do <clears throat> all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Judgment free today. Judge- <laughs>
1: now <laughs> it does. Hell. Uh, at risk of exposing you, what does? How does bone crystallise and become what they would have found in this piece of stone? What would they have been looking at?
2: Um, so what they actually saw was an almost complete skeleton of an extinct amphibian. Um, so the bone is replaced by mineral through the process of fossilisation. Um, and the really remarkable thing about this one as well, it didn't just have like a nearly complete skeleton; it also had um the soft tissue of the animal preserved. So, like its fat and its skin were preserved around like its belly area of the body. So oh, it's amazing.
1: Joking now, oh, and this... you sound smart by the way. Now, yeah, now this was from two hundred and forty
0: million years ago. Jeez. Yep.
1: So normally, you know, when you see a fossil and someone gets to do the artwork and decide what the outside of this body looked like, you actually had a fair idea. Is that what you're saying about what the shape of the creature would have been with all its flesh on?
2: Yeah, um, we've got a really great idea about how, well, especially how fat it was um, because of um, what we can see in the fossil. Um, Most of the time when you see artwork of a fossil animal, there's a little bit of um, artistic uh, license used. (laughs) <laughs> but um, this in this is... case, we didn't have to do too much. Now, wow. you've been
0: working on this since 2020, Lockie.
2: Yeah, that's when I started my PhD. So it was uh, one of the projects my supervisor gave me uh, to work on as part of my PhD. And it's now finally uh, been released. So it's great. What was
0: it? What, have you called it? What's it called? This thing? Yeah, so uh,
2: I'll, I'll say it slowly. Okay. <laughs> so um, we've called it Arena Erpaton Supernatus.
0: Yeah, I thought so. so. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to call it that too, actually. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. It it just rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Um, So arena erpetine means sand creeper, um, and that's a reference to the sandstone block that uh, they found it in and the fact it was probably creeping around a bit when it was alive. And supernatus means lying on its back because the fossil's preserved uh, belly up, so we can see, like, the underside of its head and its chest bones and its ribs and its vertebrae, but we can't see, like, the top of its head or its eyes or anything
0: like that. Now, the beauty beauty of this, that this fossil will go on display at the museum later this year. That's right. Finally, after being in the collection
2: for about 30 years, it's finally getting put on display.
1: This is, and it's you from could. the central coast. Is, yeah. It's this, yes, this, from the this, central
2: coast, from your guys' hometown.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, it was found at your mind. That's where the sandstone was delivered to. Was it dug out of Summersby sandstone?
2: It was dug out of King Cumber Quarry, um, which is, yeah, all that kind of Hawkesbury sandstone. Right. Mate, yeah. And if there's, one that,
0: if there's one there, there's got to be bloody
2: more. Well, that's the funny thing. No one's found anything else uh, from that, uh, that locality, nothing.
1: And when you Find wow. something like this. Is that indicating that it was it was once on a, on the bed of a river, and and the fact that it's encased in sand is just it's died there, and something's a storm has come or something. Did it get buried quickly?
2: Yeah, it must have been buried really quickly because uh, we wouldn't see, especially like that soft tissue preservation, um, if it wasn't buried rapidly. Um, if an animal dies, most of the time it gets scavenged and, you know, uh, scavengers take all away all the tasty bits. So um, yeah. we've got like <laughs> a nearly complete skeleton
0: and soft tissue, which, yeah, means it was buried really rapidly. Yeah. And when we say later this year this fossil will go on display, do you know, is there a time that it will be uh, like October, November, December, or uh, just in terms um, of Somewhere so in that bracket. Okay. <laughs> All right, then. Well, Lockie, it has been uh, a well – it's so good. This is this is huge, creeper. isn't it? This is absolutely big news. Lachlan Hart, paleontologist at University of New South Wales and also the Australian Museum. Yep. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, buddy, and, and you can ring any time. assessment will...
1: of your intelligence <laughs> remains intact.
0: Ten out of ten. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> Thank you, Lockie. See you, guys.